What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and it is another Tuesday Newsday. Yes, Brian's favorite day of the week. And this is just our, like I said, movie hangout show where we hang out, talk movie news sometimes. We play some movie games and we just kind of, you know, hang out and chill and discuss films. And we have most of the crew here today. Of course, I've mentioned Brian Avalicino chilling at the top of the screen with me. How's it going, Brian? Oh, I think Brian's muted. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm doing swell. I cannot wait to dive into uh, the third. Did you already finish the second one? Oh, yeah. I've been Slow waiting down, for Brian. Slow down. I've been waiting for a couple <laughs> weeks. I can't st- I can't put this stuff down. So um yeah. I just finished Light of the Jedi and I'm audiobooking it, but it's I enjoyed so it. good. It's I enjoyed it. Oh, they're so good. I'm trying mm-hmm. to I'm trying to get through them relatively fast because the new Thrawn book is coming in Ooh. soon. And I haven't even read the first one yet. So well, there you go. Ooh. If you want thoughts on all the Star Wars canon, we can go to Brian for that. But of course, we have I'm the Star Wars guy here. <laughs> we have Jake Berlin, the Whiskey Jedi himself. What is up, Jake? Not a whole lot. Happy to be back. Uh, I know you uh, you said up top we play games and have movie discussions. Uh, I'll just say it now. Next week's going to be trivia, boys. Yeah, get, finally. Get, get your knowledge in place. It's going to be geek trivia. We're back at it. Um, and I can't wait to host an absolute chaos of civil war between you four. So I love the trivia days. Or I don't know why I'm saying finally. I've literally come in last both times. So <laughs> hey Brian, we have a fight for last place every time, man. It's it's a <laughs> that's true. That is true. It's usually one point for last it's place. Always every close. time. My recall is terrible. That's all I know. Just give me that Star Wars match and we'll see. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's just do it. I huh? I don't need to prepare like I was gonna. Uh all right. And we also have Gio Ramos in the house. What is up, Gio? Hey guys. A little bit under the weather, in case you haven't heard. But uh, it's okay. I got my lemon tea here. Oh, um, very nice mug. This beautiful cup right here. With my lemon tea here. and the POV. Hell yeah. Oh. Nice, nice. Um, well, Gio, can you host for the rest of the show, man? I, I would really appreciate it. Sure, we're going to talk about what I want. Okay. Oh, ne- no, never mind. Never no, mind. No. Totally, totally joking. Um, okay, wait. <laughs> Gio, really quickly. Chances... Scale of one to ten, chances that there will be a Snyder Cut trailer on Super Bowl. A hundred and fifty percent. No, there's gonna be there's gonna be a trailer on Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's Day is two, not the Super Bowl. Valentine's Day is two fourteen, and Snyder's original cut at first was two hours and fourteen minutes. So. Oh my goodness. Well, you think I'm playing? It uh, come out, I just gave you right now. It better come out at 2:14 a.m. Then, if they're gonna stick <laughs> with that. Um, but no, I definitely think there'll be a Super Bowl one because Marvel's supposed promote. to have between two and four. They need this for HBO Max, so mm, no, they don't. But it's okay. Yeah, they do. Their numbers are terrible compared to other streaming services right now. But that's oh, a discussion oh, okay. for another We're time. We're going to have that kind of show? Let's <laughs> that's do a it. discussion for another time. Um, let's move on to our movie watching challenge. going to be a little bit different this week because Gio has already reviewed his thoughts on uh, Don't Breathe was the film he watched. We did two of the same movie in a row. We've never mm-hmm. done that before. Which I think I every single person allowed. has now seen that movie, so I think we're good. Yeah, who, who everyone's seen it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it, it can't happen again unless <laughs> unless we challenge Rachel to it and then have her give us her thoughts. <laughs> but um, yes, Gio gave us thoughts on Don't Breathe. You can go watch that video. It's up on the YouTube channel right now. And he, you can also check out Keith the, the week before that. That is also up on the YouTube channel. Uh, cut from, was it cut from the Pocket Flicks now? Or did we shoot a separate video for uh, that? Geo's was separate. Keith's was cut. Oh, okay, okay. Well, there you go. We got them both. And Jake was challenged by Geo. And Jake, you want to tell us how you'll be deciding or letting the movie be decided? This yeah, week? I, uh, it has, it's been a while since I was challenged. Um, and rightfully so, because there's, there are, and, to these guys credit for what they say uh there are very few movies on the list that i that i watch and geo mentioned it in his in his little clip out last week um on his review is it was actually quite funny but i went in there i added as much movies as i possibly could at the moment that i have not seen and these guys have come up with four movies so i'm gonna allow you viewers to to uh decide my fate and we're gonna do a poll this week um because i believe i picked a number last time and so I'll switch it up a little bit and I'll let the viewers get involved. And uh, yeah, so pick well, people pick well. <laughs> All right. So well, we have it. That. So Brian's going to let us know what those movies are. All right, everybody. Here are Jake's four movies. Number one, Road to Perdition. Number two, Kiss of the Dragon. Number three, the Princess Bride and number four. That's a nice image. Princess Bride and number four, Office Space. <laughs> Very <laughs> different movies. We can so, already. And, and I will say this: um, we can I have seen, I've seen uh, fragments of Princess Bride, and it's on the list because I've never seen the full thing in one sitting. There's a couple movies like that for me where I've seen them on TV, like couple scenes but i've never watched the whole thing so it doesn't i know count. who's in it i know how it's told i i know what it's about but i've never actually seen the full movie in one sitting so i had to make sure that i didn't uh check market green on our list and uh yeah we'll see what happens i i'm sh i honestly i'm expecting it to be the princess bride i am that that's what i'm expecting we might as well call yeah. it say, see say now i part. think you have a chance at it being office space. i mean office space is like a cult cult classic man it's that that fan. big of a cult movie though yeah, I mean, I, this uh, came yeah. out like before I started getting into movies and everything, like heavily into movies, and everybody was talking about it when that movie came out. Like everybody at school, all that. So, Office Space is pretty big, man, and I haven't seen it either. So that will be interesting. And now you know that I didn't challenge you to that. Now I'm ruining stuff. I uh, have, a guess. <laughs> I have a guess of what everyone challenged each other to, but, um, but yeah, so. So yeah, so when will your poll be up, Jake? Uh, it'll actually. I'll go post it right now. I'll, I'll go post it right now while we while we go into the next topic because the next topic is basically one person talking about one specific thing. So, uh, you know what, Rachel? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and post it right now. It'll be on our YouTube channel under the community tab, um, and you guys will have until Friday at the latest to vote. Um, you guys are also welcome to share it anywhere you would like, uh, social media or anything like that. But um. Yeah, so it'll be up here in just a few minutes. Well, during our last episode, our wa during our watch long last week, Brian was snapped out of existence. Plunged into darkness. Yeah, you hey, you were snapped, and then you blipped back, man, if, like later yeah. on that night. But 100%. when you blipped back, you were able to finish John Carter, and everybody is dying to hear your thoughts on John Carter. No exaggeration. We had people in the chat 
during our WandaVision review asking, what are Brian's thoughts on John Carter? So let us know what you thought of it, man. I was so mad because I was like, really? We're going to blip me out with 25 minutes left of the movie? (laughs) I know. And I, I went to see, make sure it wasn't just me. And it was. I was so mad because I was like, really? You're going to leave me at the ending. So I couldn't wait. So I actually went on my phone and just watched it in the dark. Um, dude, that ending was wild. That uh, The graveyard part. I was like, wait, what? And like, I liked it. That was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I finally got it was one that I'm glad I finally got to see. And it's it is there's a few movies that I'm like dying to see, but then I like always forget they're there like dread and John Carter was another one. And I am now pleased to say that I've seen it and I enjoyed it. It was really good. I wish there, I would like to see this as TV series on Disney plus. Yeah, I'd be down. I think it would be better told that way. Probably Jake. Sorry, I'm I'm uh, doing the poll. Uh, no, I look. Yeah, I've I've said it for a while because of how many stories there are. And it happened in our watch along. I think Rachel had mentioned there was like eleven books or something. Um, it would be really cool to see it as as a series at Disney Plus because it also counters all of the Marvel and Star Wars stuff that we're getting, um, and it's something different. Like all of the original series right now on Disney Plus are either Marvel or Star Wars. And this would be something different from what we would be getting at that point. I'm not complaining about that. Like, I love that. But at some point, Disney is going to have to put their foot into something else other than those properties. Um, and John Carter is, like, sitting there waiting, just waiting to be told. Another thing that's also waiting to be told is Tron. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool. It's just unfortunate because I would love to see Taylor Kitsch back. And it won't happen, which is a bummer. So, mm, so you think if they did something like that, it would be like a it'd reboot? be a full it'd be a full on reboot. You know what I think would be cool? What if they did it on Hulu? Because Disney owns Hulu, and it would just essentially be just Disney produced as well. And then you don't have two sci-fi franchises on there at the same time on Disney Plus. Like, you know. I think that'd be pretty cool. And they can go a little bit darker on Hulu, I think. I, I mean, yeah. to be honest, though, after seeing Mandalorian, they can also go a little dark in Disney+. Plus. That's true. Like, Yeah. I, I think it would be fine on Disney+. Plus. It's not like they're going to go have like him chop an alien's heads off and blood's going to squirt I mean, out. They had we saw sword. alien blood in John Carter, though. We like, had no, I know, but I meant like... Coming out with the blood. Yeah, I know, but I but know, like, just as Violet too. So yeah, but I, mean, I, I guess like cut Thanos's head off in in Endgame. Oh, spoiler! I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm just <laughs> I'm just glad that you liked it, Brian, because I adore John Carter so much, like so much. Star Drew, you would be on Star, not. Hulu. I didn't know about that about Hulu. Well, they're about uh, to get Star. So actually, that was just announced yesterday. I want to say. That they're looking to like Star will be available on Disney Plus as a as another title. Um, I want to say by the end of March at the latest for U.S. Uh, no, for for outside of the U.S. Oh yeah. Um, and so Star, if you have not heard of it, Star is the Hulu version 
uh, for everybody outside of the US and it will be on Disney Plus here very soon. Um, and so you'll get all the stuff that's on Hulu plus the kind of like more mature stuff that's on Disney Plus or hasn't been put on Disney Plus yet. Um, so you guys won't ha won't have to complain about not having Hulu anymore. That is a you great, won't, you won't have to news. complain about it. Hey. I'm just saying like, it, it sucks that they don't have Hulu. It does because there's some really cool things on Hulu. Oh, absolutely. I know. It's they Hulu's Hi Samir. Hello. Um, but yeah. I know <laughs> that's literally what I was about to say, Star Drew. I know Molly's happy because they're gonna put Buffy on it. So yeah. And that that's again, that's mature content right there. Yeah. So big time. Yeah. So cool. And yes, I loved the alien dog. And to the point where I was like, I'm gonna hate this movie if they kill that thing. And they didn't, which I was very happy about. Oh yeah, yeah. No. So glad yeah. they didn't do that. Brian, <laughs> yeah. uh trivia, do you know his name? Not no clue. What? Such an odd name too. I Moolah. Moolah. Is it Moolah? Moolah. Oh, I'll never forget it now. Never in a million years would I have guessed that. But now I'll never forget it because I'll just think Moolah. There we go. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, before we get to a couple news topics here, I want to tell you guys about our Marvel television review show called Marvel Rewind. Oh, you're Are wrong. You it's not Moolah. It's Woolah. Oh, Woolah. Wow. Thank you, Rachel. Wow. I'm upside fail. down. There we Abs go. Absolute fail. Absolute fail. <laughs> you were so confident. Absolute uh, fail. Where were we? Marvel Rewind. Are you whoop, watching whoop. WandaVision? Then you should join us every Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time where we talk about WandaVision and any other future shows that are going on on Disney Plus in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or maybe outside of it. Who knows? But yes, we will be talking WandaVision Episode 5 this upcoming Friday. I'm so excited. Actually, there's a rumor right now that 5 and 6 are both dropping on Friday really so stay oh, tuned boys stay tuned. yeah because some spoilers leaked interesting uh mr berlin you know what i just <laughs> thought of uh is fandalorian coming back in two weeks for bad batch yes it is yeah. oh, jesus christ there we go there we go fandalorian club where we talk about star wars that might have to move to a different day though because you know well, we can't like I rewind fandalorian that might be a little bit of an issue but we'll see we'll see i would imagine Hi, gabby though. I would imagine. And is it even good? Are the episodes even going to come out on Fridays? Do we know that? Uh, if they stick to their schedule, it seems like Friday mornings are the thing to do for them. Um, although I wouldn't be shocked if the animated Star Wars is released on like a Wednesday or something. Well, when they were doing Clone Wars, it was the only like new show premiering like that at the time. So I think they'll move it, to be honest. It would make sense for Disney to release it on a separate day, being that WandaVision is talked about on that day. It would be smart for them to release it on, on a uh, on a different day. It'd be smart to do like a Monday Friday. It gives yourself either the weekend or the weekdays. Yeah, I, I was thinking like a Tuesday or Wednesday for Bad Batch. Tuesday is actually not. Yeah, bad. who knows? But well, we have now to figure out talk about it here. when we're when we're when we're going to review it. Because um, I'm excited to talk some Star Wars shows again. But yes, isn't it ironic that like we named Marvel Rewind not we didn't know that she was going to be like rewinding stuff in the show. I, maybe, maybe I knew that, Jacob. I purposely That's, thought of that. Maybe I knew oh, that. Really? Well, we didn't know that she was going to be like a plot. Did you just believe the fact that we said that? Um, <laughs> yes. The answer is no, yes, Jacob. We didn't know it was going to be like a plot point where she like when somebody starts getting suspicious or something pops up that she Don't want to undermine Jake's so, brilliance. 
That's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I came it. up with it. <laughs> technically, technically, sh- shut the. F- technically, um, she glitches everything, but you know that's just a, that's a technical factor. Well, she kind of does rewind stuff, though. She only did in the first episode, uh, or the second episode. Excuse me, second episode. Um, ever since then, she has glitched everything, where it's instantly just whoop. That's true. I mean, is her like putting back a plate, a plate back together, rewinding it, or is it just like using her? My power God, we are beating this together? into the ground. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Marvel I, I said, God. Earlier, I said it is Tuesday News Day. We do have a couple cool news stories to talk about it. So let's go to Jake with the news. Yeah. So uh, I'll start with one that actually happened last week. Uh, we didn't have a show for it, and I want to make sure we cover it. But this is some big news. Um, HBO Max and Warner Brothers are officially moving forward with a live action Harry Potter series. Um, this is this is something that we have been talking about for quite a while. So when we when we have conversations about the Harry Potter franchise, whether it's about um, Harry Potter proper or Fantastic Beasts, um, we uh, this this comment is so I'm sorry, but this comment is so genius. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> um, that is so great. Um, but anyway, uh, we we've had a number of conversations about. That the fact that if if they can't figure it out, Harry Potter, a new story or maybe even a continuation, would do really good in a series format. We've had conversations. We've been talking about this for a while to the point where they might have even stole it from us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, In our Fantastic Beat reviews, I I won't. I don't know if I'll go that far, but sure, sure. Um, So nothing really major has been revealed about the series as of yet. I forgot to throw image up. I'll throw the image up while I talk. Boom. Um, So it was reported by the Hollywood Reporter, and it simply said that it's going to be housed by HBO Max and that they're currently meeting with writers. So it's very, very early on in the development of this series. And keep in mind, um, when they're meeting with writers, that that, that doesn't actually mean that the series is greenlit yet. Like, it's not official. Uh, Warner Brothers and HBO could, could not find something that they like, and they can be like, okay, this isn't working. We're scrapping the project. So kind of go with this at a grain of salt for a little bit. But the big quote that I saw in, in the interview or the, uh, the article is that it said, sources say broad ideas have been discussed as part of the early stage exploratory meetings, meaning that they're essentially allow- allowing writers to do anything inside the Wizarding World. It doesn't have to be connected to Harry Potter. It can be connected to Harry Potter. It could be possibly connected to something we know about Fantastic Beasts. Um, but they're really just let, allowing writers to kind of have an open door, uh, 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 an open floor to what this wizarding world is. And we know that from like stories inside the movies or the books or like kind of mentions that there's tons of things that could happen. But what kind of creative thing could can writers come up with? That's kind of where they're at. But let's just t- let's talk about it because it's a very fun conversation to had. I know Brian is a big Harry Potter guy. I know Keith is. He's not here right now. Um, but it's it. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. It's, it's a fun. I've been waiting all my life for this. It, if this does happen, this could be one of the biggest series. This is like Lord of the Rings esque TV series, right? This oh, is 100%. Like Star this Wars is style TV series. It's on that level. So let's have some fun have this conversation. This is HBO's mm-hmm. counter to Amazon's Lord of the Rings. If they do this. And Disney's Mandalorian. I would not even put Mandalorian in that category, personally. Well, Disney's Star Wars. Jake, I mean, Star Wars has so many branches, but, like, 
Harry I, Potter. I think it's unfair to you for to say to the, put, not put Mandalorian in that category when it's the most watched television series of all time. I'm just saying Why? that. WandaVision is. Well, no, I, I, I think what Brian is saying is Star Wars, as far as like Disney Plus content, you know, like that potential, that big of an IP, um, that large of a world, you know, um, obviously Star Wars is a whole universe galaxy. So there's no limit. I mean, I, there's no comparison to any other property as far as the amount of stories you're able to tell. Whereas the Wizarding World is really Harry Potter and what Earth, pretty much, right? You know, outside of Hogwarts. Um, so yeah, this could be a great thing for HBO Max. I, it's no surprise, honestly. I think it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. The question is, what are they going to do? And I'll leave that to you guys because I'm not really the expert. Here's what I would like to know Is Universal going to sign their rights to HBO as far as the Harry Potter world? Because Harry. I don't think Harry Potter is streaming on well, HBO Max, is it? Yes. It so is. it wasn't. It got taken oh, off no. for a while. They they were originally they were, but it's they took HBO when they right now. So when HBO did the whole like, remember when they did the whole DC thing? Like they didn't have certain DC movies on there, and yeah, they had pre-existing. Right. Harry Potter was on there to begin with, and they took them off. And they took it off. Yeah. So but is it I back know, on there? I don't know, no. but HBO seems to like. They, they don't want to leave their big stuff on there, which is weird. Well, and it's then, because uh, they signed deals with other streaming services before yeah, they... They have pre-existing rights. It's very uh, weird. Yes, I know that. They're on Peacock right now until the rights expire. Okay. But, so yeah. here's what I would like to see. So Rachel put in the comments the scariest part about this is that J.K. Rowling technically owns the rights still to anything and everything of this franchise. She controls every single decision that gets made for the most part. Like the theme park. She had to approve everything. Yes. So that's the scariest thing about this because she's kind of in the loony bin right now. The thing I would like to see as far as a TV show is the founding of Hogwarts. So give me the founding of Hogwarts. Give me the creation of the four houses. Give me Helga Hufflepuff. I, that's um, what I want. I want the creation. Rowena, of the four houses. That's, that's what I yes. want. Rowena Ravenclaw, Salazar yeah. Slytherin and Godric Gryffindor. Give me those four people. That's give me the, well, cause that's the, how, I mean, those four created Hogwarts. So, Give me those four people. Give me them creating Hogwarts, finding the houses, and all that. Give me that story. That's what I would love to see. It would be genius because it's so far in the past that it's not going to really connect to anything other than the fact that it's just Hogwarts. Um, and you don't have to worry about any of the Harry Potter nonsense. About like the act actual Harry Potter Nonsense. Because personally, right now, Fantastic Beasts is okay. There, I feel like they're worried too much about connecting this thin thread of the Dumbledore uh, war, essentially. That if you push it so far into the back, where you just get the basics of the four houses and Hogwarts being made, you can kind of do whatever you want. So that's what I would like to see. 
is the creation of those four houses and Hogwarts itself. Yeah, I well, first of all, this is a huge move for HBO Max and Warner Brothers. They have to do this because apparently, because Warner Brothers made the Lord of the Rings films and Warner Brothers made, made the Harry Potter films, but apparently they never had the rights to make Lord of the Rings television. Like that was never in the contract for the rights. So now that's why they were, the family was able to sell it to Amazon or, you know, lease it to Amazon. So now like HBO, those are, it's two, arguably it's two biggest, you know, along with DC, the, those are like the three crown jewels of Warner brothers is the Lord of the Rings movies, the Harry Potter movies, and it's all it's classic DC films and newer ones. So like they have to go in on Harry Potter and Harry Potter is, I mean, would you guys say it's like right up there with like the biggest franchises of all time? I mean, you know, you know that when, remember when Netflix was like, we need to find our, our star Wars or Harry Potter. Yeah. This this is, this is star Wars level. This is MCU level. This is Lord of the Rings level. And you know, what's so funny about that is that, you know, the MCU has obviously opened up like gateways to like multiple sides of that universe. And star Wars has, kind of stay in the same reign but we know how big because it's based on the galaxy like it's so big harry potter for the most part you know and i'm keeping fantastic beasts out of it because outside of the first one it's been so poo-poo like i don't even care about it at this point um it's it's been solely focused on these like select number of individuals and it's still that big and that's how you know it's popular mm-hmm. because it's it's only focused on like a select number of people in this like this one story and there hasn't been a new book in 13 years. And Geo's right. I never thought about that, Geo. Well, 14, about yeah. How, like, MCU and Star Wars, right, they can go outside of Earth and tell stories in different planets, different galaxies. I mean, as far as I know, it's only Earth and, like, maybe, like, dimensions in Harry Potter. I don't know if there no, are dimensions. It's literally just Earth. It's just Earth. So mm-hmm. that... I mean, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't want them to go to space in Harry Potter, but what I'm saying, it's like, it's very limited, like in, compared to those other franchises. So, but I, I think there's still so much they can do because they've only touched on the original cast from the movies. And then the characters of fantastic beasts who are also some of the same characters from the original. But I just think this is amazing. They, they have to do this. So they, they need to get this show where every week, people are talking about it like, and can't wait for the next episode. That's what they need to do. And I kind of want, if they ever return to Harry, Hermione, that story, I kind of want it to be in movie form. So I'm okay. If that's not the TV show, I always wanted to see some of those other schools. You know, I think it's in Goblet of Fire where they all come to the Hogwarts for the games. Well, there's seven schools around the world. Yeah, I always thought basically one on each continent. One of the well, there you go. It's seven shows. <laughs> Harry Potter is like you know what I just thought about, which yeah. and, and I've I've th- this is what I wanted so many. I would. I, I know what you're gonna say. I would That's love, absolutely love to see a Harry Potter series focused on Quidditch. Yep. Give oh. me a Quidditch series. Well, you could make that a big part of it. I would it, no. I would, I'm talking like like you mean like Friday Night Lights in the Harry Potter full on yeah. sports Harry Potter series. Hey, they could that's, do both. Like that's you genius. give it to me. Just you give it to me. Focus on magic and stuff, and then you oh. do one focus on Quidditch. I don't but know I how that didn't cross my mind. I want to see like 
them tell another story at one of the other schools of like these other characters kind of growing up at the school in a way. And I think that would be cool. Rachel and I are on the same page. 100%. There's technically a book kind of too. It's it's a little teeny one. Yeah, that's smart. That's that's an an obvious play. Almost as obvious as a pod racer show that I don't understand. That's where it came from. Yeah. It's one yeah, of those things like that a, it's so obvious that I'm it's like, like a Harry Potter fan. Like I'm a mild Harry Potter fan. I'm personally so like like I, I love a Fox flicks, but I just need to go write television. I, I just need to go write television. <laughs> I just need to go do it. Just hey, go pitch it, man. There you go. Quidditch and pod racing. <laughs> they literally someone's watching us and stealing our ideas right now. <laughs> it's so true. It, it's bro. so true. Get on the low. Geo, you don't have any idea of what you want to see? Like, would you want to be you know, the original class continue their story or like set in the past in the present day. No, you need to Obi-Wan that and do it like 15 years later or something. Um, the only thing that comes to mind, because again, I don't really know that much. Do a Professor Snape prequel with uh, Adam Driver. That's it. <laughs> I suggested that to POV people. Has the hair, man. He has the yeah. hair and the range too. As far oh, as the hey, goes. Honestly, that's a great idea. But okay. I don't know, Jacob. I don't know if HBO Max can handle it. You know, I mean, they just, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. We'll see. They definitely can. They definitely can. Uh, I mean, if, if they're they can... smart, this, I'm sorry. And I'm not, I swear, I'm not trying to poke you with DC, but like this could be their TV series. Like, they're like, Netflix does not have a major franchise TV series. Amazon's going to have Lord of the Rings. Disney Plus has well, Star Wars. Stranger Things is huge. No. It, yeah, but it's going to be done after this year. So yeah, not, they're not going to continue it. But, but I'm talking box office franchises. Netflix does not own one. Harry Potter yeah. would be HBO Max. Lord of the Rings would be on Amazon. And Disney Plus has Star Wars in Marvel. Uh, so in Dis- DC, obviously, on HBO too. Netflix has none of that. Shows as well. Amazon has The Boys. Yeah. Obviously, Disney has Marvel and HBO Max has DC. So, yeah. So, yeah. Net- I mean, I think Netflix has some good stuff, but they don't have. I mean, Stranger Things is like a huge TV show, but it, it's not something that you can like keep making stuff from for like the next yeah. 20 years. Netflix has has their major show and it's called Vikings Valhalla. So, F- oh my god, <laughs> uh, what was the the Henry Cavill show called? The, the Witcher. One. So that was pretty big, and they're they're they act- already have a spinoff. They already they're have a spin-off. that, and they're doing another season too. So yeah, it wasn't. It's not like where everybody knows what it is, and it's like that big of a franchise. But I think Netflix is trying, man. They have that. That uh, it's like a fairy show. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, a yeah. Wink, uh, it's it uh, looks interesting. A wink saga, a wink saga. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, that looks interesting. They're trying to find that. I know they at one point it was an idea. Netflix, if you're smart, do a Bioshock series. That video game on TV would be. Oh, you know what I um, think has the potential to be their big thing, and I know people might disregard this at first, but they're doing a live action avatar the last airbender like a full reboot that has the potential to be big but they gotta they gotta do it Ooh, netflix well yeah 
They need to do that plus the Dread series. Oh, Geo, don't even get me started because that's a whole other conversation. Well, I mean, like HBO Max doing Harry Potter, that makes the most sense in the world. Like, that is their big, big thing, and they got to do it. So let us know what you guys think. And Uh, Jacob, real quick, before we move on, I want to get everyone's quick thoughts on this because we do have to move on to our next topic, which is the main topic. Um, Samir here asks, what if it's after the movies and they get one of the three leads to make cameos? To build off of this, real quick, what if it's about their children? And you get cameos from them every once in a while, but it's their journey into Hogwarts. Well, I that's what something like that would be my number one choice, but I kind of want to see it in movie form. I agree. I agree. But like I want to see like Harry go to battle again. Some for some reason. I don't I want to see mature ass Harry Potter in his prime go duke it out with some mother effort. Like he becomes like the headmaster. Is that possible or no? You want me to spoil things Wait, for so you? you know how Luke becomes the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy, like ever. Does Harry become the most powerful wizard ever? No. I mean, he we don't know, or, right? Yes, we do. He becomes an aura, which is <laughs> wait, how, but is that like real canon? It's though in, it's in the books. Yes. It's in the books. Curse the cursed child is canon. Um, is it really? He, yes, and he becomes a, he yeah. becomes an aura. What's an aura? What's an aura? He's basically, um, how do I explain this? It's basically like a, it's kind of like a magic detective in a way. What? But like, still the Harry Potter series where he's solving crimes. Yeah, like it's like a detect magic detective slash like police. That's just I I just came up with the name as well. CSI Harry Potter. Jesus Christ. CSI Hogwarts. CSI Hogwarts. Rachel, if you can explain it better. Does does Harry, like, does he ever get away from, like, oh, you're Harry Potter? Like, Uh, kind of. Do you want me to spoil the. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because, to be honest, I would be more interested in the stories. Samir just trumped me. Samir just trumped me. Lawn magic. <laughs> That's great. Look, it's already started. Magical special forces. It's already yeah. started. <laughs> so, I mean, that would be cool. To be honest, the Ron and Hermione stories would be pretty much. I would be more interested in seeing them, to be honest. Well, wait till you find out what. There's okay, okay, let's move on before too you much. You know, I just thought of Jacob, you literally had my book. In fact, do you still have it? I'm not even 100% sure for like I years. And you said, okay, and you didn't even read it, did you? <laughs> I didn't. That was so yeah. sad. Yeah. I borrowed <laughs> it and I like, I couldn't keep borrowing it. And not I'm going to give you the audiobook. Is there an audiobook? Oh, actually, you know what? No, I don't think there well, is. You know what? I tried looking for the audiobook and I couldn't yeah, find yeah, it. So I don't I think know. there is one. That's sad. All right, Jake, what do we have next, man? Yeah, so uh, the, obviously the Harry Potter news was massive, but there was even bigger news that was revealed yesterday, uh, and that was in the form that Ryan Coogler, director of a number of great films like Fruitvale Station, Creed, and obviously Black Panthers. You can see him there saying with Kevin Feige. Um, he and his, uh, and his, banner, his uh, media banner, Proximity Media Banner, have officially signed an exclusive five-year overall deal with the Disney company. Um, This is big for a number of reasons. One, everything that he's creating, wants to create, goes straight through Disney. Uh, It's not just Marvel properties. 
Um, anything that he wants to make, Disney has the first get at uh, for. Uh, but the uh, the other news, a part of this was that the first project coming from Ryan Coogler is a Wakanda set television series. Uh, Disney Plus is going all in on MCU. Marvel is going all in on Disney Plus. Um, and in the article, it said that it uh, it was the first of many uh, creations between the between the two sides. Um, Marvel and non-Marvel, uh, but the first thing that is coming will be a Wakandans, a Wakanda Kingdom set series. No details as of what or who. Um, a lot of people are calling for the political side of it because we know how uh, how popular that is in Wakanda, but no details as of as of what uh, it could be. But I wanted to have an open discussion about not just this, but also the fact that over just over the last year, maybe even less than that. Um, Marvel has embodied this idea that, you know, tell or uh, film isn't everything, right? They're they're kind of they've been building to one movie, two movie, three movies a year, possibly four. They're already at four television series a year. That's a big deal, and they're adding even more to that plate on top of all the all the shows that are coming, like the Moon Knights and the and the She Hulks and the Miss Marvels and the Armor Wars and and Secret Invasion. Now we're getting a Wakanda set series and we're getting more from the likes of someone like Brian Coogler, who for all of you watching is an alum of Sacramento state. state. Stingers up. Stingers up. I got to do it now. <laughs> just graduated. Um, you know what happens when you go to Sac state? Look, what he's, he's a local boy for us. He's a Bay area guy. We know, we, we know his, his fruits and loins very well on this side of the, on this side of the, the country. Um, but it's really cool because, it Marvel is also showing no stopping in in their production of things, but they're also not scared to do things that are outside of their superhero realm, right? This at, at the moment, this doesn't feature a big name character. Otherwise, they would have announced that this is a Wakanda Kingdom set series that could be political, that could be ground yeah. level, it, it could be anything. And it's to me, it's super exciting. I can't wait to see Wakanda on on a much deeper level than what we saw in Black Panther. And the fact that Ryan Coogler is involved, I am all for it. I have no idea what this could be, but I don't care. Sign like, me up. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Just like when we first, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. It's oh my god, it's incredible. Uh, but. Uh, God, that storyline is going to be so good. They could do anything for Wakanda, and it's going to be incredible. Just, just when like they first got to Wakanda, and you just kind of saw the overview of the whole entire city, you wanted to know more. Well, look like, at look at this picture. Th this is a perfect example of what Wakanda has to offer. Look at this. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you can it, tell with just that. Yeah, it's it's going to be so cool. I mean, I have a feeling. If I had to put money on something, this will probably delve a little bit into the five tribes a lot more, which if that's the case, I'm all for that because that that would be awesome to learn more about the five tribes, why the Jabari are outsiders, why they like, I mean, we know kind of why, but a little bit more into it, the river tribe that Nakia is in, like... Give me an Umbaku series. Oh, yeah. I love I'm in this, he, you just said it. He didn't yeah. get. All right. So I think there's a possibility that at least the first season of this show 
takes place at, in between the, the snap and the blip or whatever. Like It depends wow. on what it's about. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's possible that because if you if you do that, you could still like there's still half of Wakanda still there. You still have a show and it doesn't have you don't have to be like, where's the king or where T'Challa? Oh, you're saying oh, yeah. like who took over while yeah, I'm saying after the snap. Uh, yeah, I think the show could take that, place that could be that very interesting time period. And that way you don't have to ask where's Shiri? Where's. You know, they were all gone. That that, that would be interesting. Who took over yeah. while Black Panther was gone well, for the five years? Well, Mbaku didn't get dust uh dusted, oh, right? Uh yeah, he didn't get dusted. And then uh, so you like, have him and uh oh. what's her name? The leader of the Dormalade. Yeah, oh. no, 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 uh, not Nikia. Oh, yeah. She got blit. Yeah, yeah. You could have a Koye oh. and Mbaku in the show. And Jacob, that's an incredible point because she right got now blipped. you can't use a Koye. A Koye oh. did not get blipped. Oh wait! Remember, she's grabbing his hand. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, the Division is currently dealing with the same exact thing. It is set right after the blip, or right after they come right, back right in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I that is, you know what? Yeah. I'm all for that because yeah. you wouldn't have to worry about Black Panther, right? You wouldn't have to worry about the the character Chala, and you could see a kingdom there even be a Black Panther. Then what I'm saying is, it, it would also be that political setting where. They have no idea what to do. Now, what do you do after that? If you're, that's Wakanda. that's super. That's super interesting. Yeah. Ooh, so I, John, I like that. That could be cool. Yeah, it's it's again. You oh. see the ground level of Wakanda. So nice. Well, after I uh, like process the Wakanda series, the first thing I thought of is Ryan Coogler is going to do something Star Wars. He, I think. Oh, he has to. He's he's after after he's done with the Black Panther franchise, he's one hundred percent moving to Star Wars. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Look, yeah. they said this product, this deal involves all of Disney's outlets. Like he can do a project for any of their properties. Yeah, but he also might want to do smaller movies too. That yeah, I also think who said it earlier? I think Star Drew said it. Um, that that's going to give. Creed three, uh, well, Michael B. Jordan, the director, well, Jordan is directing Creed three, he is directing it. Oh, well, then perfect. There you go. Yeah, um, but I just think, look, Kugler, I mean, he can make a Pixar movie, I guess, but I think it makes sense for him to do a, a, a Star Wars thing. And I'm uh, sure it'll be like, I mean, there original, is something, there is something, and I again, I, I don't want to play the whole you know, it's you know, the race thing, but. What if he was involved in Lando? It's possible. Because that, that's I mean, a big thing for Star Wars. It's the I don't care what he led thing in Star Wars. Ryan Kluger did the first black thing led in Marvel. It it could be a big thing for him to kind we of know yet if the, if the Lando series is animated or live action. Nothing is so vague no. during that. It be live action. It it's gonna be it's gonna be live action, but it's not confirmed. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. Uh Gio, uh, what do you what would you like to see him do outside of the Wakanda series? Anything? Well, I mean, you kind of touched on it. I didn't think of Lando at all, but that'd be Ooh, amazing if it's he in here. Justice what? for Finn. That's a good one. Yeah, good luck getting John Boyega back. But he would do it for Ryan Coogler. If Maybe. you guys, if Ryan, if Finn was the star of the show or movie, I think when. 
when he said that stuff about you're not going to put me on Disney Plus, I don't think he understood how big <laughs> these Disney Marvel Plus and Ma- Marvel and, and Lucasfilm are literally putting their their movie content and switching it to Disney Plus, and and now John Boyega and Oscar Isaac are probably eating their own words because Oscar Isaac is now starring as a Disney Plus character in Moon Knight. Other than like maybe like the money spent on special effects and things like that because obviously a movie is going to cost more but other than that it's one like it they're equivalent now like in my eyes like so i could see anything happen and wait till we get more content but yeah i think they're definitely on the right track i think you're going to get at least three seasons out of this five-year deal with uh, ryan coogler who knows maybe he helps you know younger directors who otherwise wouldn't have gotten a shot all of a sudden they create a name for themselves well yeah he's not going to direct everything that gets made like if he'll just be the producer yeah exactly i I could see him pulling the john favreau role in a lot of marvel series oh absolutely especially especially wakanda based series or or black panther style series wakanda is his world like he gets to do do everything with it yep and I mean, like, just like kind of Favreau's got like whatever his hands on Mandalorian, like that whole world, like Wakanda's his. Like, Coogler can do whatever the hell he wants with it, Wakanda. Like, that's no one else is touching Wakanda except for that guy, which I'm 100% okay with. Yeah, that's going to be. I can't wait, man. It's going to well, be. Well, it's, and I also wanted to add, um, and, you know, we can take into account whatever, you know, people say in like a press release. Uh, but Kugler had some pretty, pretty high praise for working with Marvel and Disney specifically. Um, you know, the first thing he said is, it's an honor to be partnering with the Walt Disney Company. Working with them on Black Panther was a dream come true. As avid consumers of television, we couldn't be happier to be launching our television business with Bob Iger, da- Dana Walden. And all the amazing studios under Disney umbrella. Um, I mean, he, he's not sugarcoating it in the fact that you know his experience with Black Panther and the fact that they allowed him to do whatever he wanted. Um, it, it's a big deal for for directors and creators. You know, in, in a day and age when they're trying to build universes, you want someone who's going to be backing you to be like, okay, like you do your vision. And well, here's yeah. We're going to be seeing that in a few months with with what Zack Snyder is finally able to do with with his Justice League. You know, a lot of the Marvel directors over the years have been given given that ability. We've seen Star Wars very very much struggle with that ability to create what they want to and not be hinged by other creators inside the universe. Um, and it it very much sounds like he is so happy where he's at because they're essentially giving him like. Here's what we'll give you. You do whatever the hell you want to do. And I I hope that Warner Brothers catches this train of letting these people make, yeah, make, letting these directors and producers do their vision. Like, that's so, like, if, if and when the justice the Snyder cut blows up again, they didn't put their hand on it. Let them do it. Suicide Squad. I bet you money that Warner Brothers 
did not touch that movie and watch that one's going to blow up. And I just read today the uh, Birds of Prey director said they had their hands in, in her film. Didn't do that well. They and I'm not bagging on DC, but I'm saying you're going to push away people to these other franchises if you have to have your hands on everything. And that's why people Kugler would not just sign his rights to, to his creative freedom to Disney for a paycheck. This, the man would never do that. He's do, he signed it because they're like, we like what you do, do what you want to do. Cause it's going to make us a lot of money and we're going to, you're going to create amazing content. That's what these other studios, and it's not just Warner brothers, but that is what needs to happen because these people, these minds are genius that are coming in from what we've heard with the Eternals. Um, what is her name? Jake? Uh, oh, he's out. She, they let her run with this and they're saying it's amazing. Well, and, and to the point, I don't mean to cut you off, Brian, but I wanted to add to what you're saying. Remember years ago, John Favreau left directing the MCU because they got involved in Iron Man 2. Also, 100%. Patty Jenkins left Thor 2 because they wouldn't let her do her vision. And Absolutely. look how they learned from that experience. And now look at them now. Yeah. And I mean, look at Patty Jenkins. She's she's still doing DC stuff because, I mean, let's be honest. Wonder Woman is her, her child just as much as Kugler's is Black Panther. So, I mean, but... She obviously wasn't going to direct a Star Wars movie if she didn't think like, hey, I can do something really cool with this. Like, they're not just like, hey, Patty Jenkins, you want to direct Star Wars movie for us? Thanks. Like, she obviously was like, this is going to be cool. Like, I mean, stop. The companies need to stop putting their hands on directors and producer stuff because they're going to create awesome content. If you let them have their visions, that's what it comes down to. Kugler is going to make something probably incredible and they don't have their hands on it. Same thing needs to happen with other movies and stuff. So I hope this kind of almost kicks people in the ass <laughs> a little bit. Produce uh, like these companies and that, but so that way things like DC can do whatever they want and yeah i yeah. mean i think we're gonna start seeing that like with peacekeeper okay. i think Gunn is just fully in charge of that show. jesus christ or whatever it's called uh is is uh peacekeeper that sounds like a good name too i'm sure there's a comic book character called that too. uh real quick this is this is insane but this is a very interesting question um black panther was john's first mcu movie oh wow Ooh, not a bad one That's to get start on it's not a bad one, but the fact that there were like 15 plus before that, uh, I mean, kudos to you. I mean, I, John, I want you to comment, but did you like go back and start watching them like in order? Like, what was the deal with that? But that's that's very I've never heard that before. Samir. Yes, it did also help that it made them one point three billion dollars. But at the same time. His vision helped them make one point three billion dollars, not. Yeah, I mean, it's. 
little bit of both too, because Kevin Feige does oversee all. One hundred percent. But but I'm I'm assuming Feige. It's not Disney coming in and saying, "Hey, Kevin Feige, you have to change this about this movie." They they let Kevin Feige. Feige, I guarantee you, put lays the groundwork. This is what the care we like from the character. Give us something. And for the most part, from what I've heard, like like John Watts, for example, right? Like he he goes to him with like, "This is what I want to do with this Spider-Man movie." Like is this cool? And Kevin Feige's like, yeah, that's good. Like maybe you have to incorporate these couple things, but I'm not going to like, he's not going to go in and heavily change his movie just because. And, and yeah. that's another good point because John, uh, John Watts is very in much in the same boat as, as Ryan Coogler. They gave him fantastic four. I still can't believe it. Crazy. That yeah, they are very much in the same boat in that John or Kevin Feige and Marvel or whoever said, we love you. You have done so great. We've allowed you to do what you want. We love your visions. We're going to give you this now. And they gave him Fantastic Four, just like they gave the entire Wakanda universe to Ryan Coogler. That's crazy. He's going to direct all three Spider-Man movies and then Fantastic Four. Probably two trilogies inside the MCU, Spider-Man and Fantastic Four. That's amazing. You have to trust these people that love their characters. Like, I mean, James Gunn, loves the fact that he gets to blow up characters and have this ragtag group of randos kind of similar to guardians where it's this nobodies and he's going to literally blow up, kill these characters and have fun with it. Same with Coogler. He's probably having fun with it. Snyder is having fun doing what he's finally getting to do. Let the people do what they want because that's good. I mean, not let them do what they want, but let them share their creativity because it's going yeah. to make something good. But like but, but also Brian, to, to, no. to an extent, let them do what they want. Not like oh, absolutely. If it's you're you're either like you have to realize as as a studio head or an executive or whatever that you know you're hiring these people because you trust in their vision. You can't tamper with that vision. You, yeah. you have to either succeed or fail with the people you're hiring. And, yeah. and, and look, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Warner brothers has done a really bad job of doing that recently. They finally came back around and letting Zack Snyder finally doing what he wants to do with his movie. Right. They've stepped into a lot of people's director's shoes and, and, you know, messed with their overall visions. We've heard what Patty Jenkins has said about Warner brothers trying to step in with her story. We've heard what she has said about it. Marvel and Kevin and Feige. the director from Birds of Prey just saying it too. Exactly. Marvel and Kevin Feige and, and all the executives, they they messed up early with Thor 2, with Iron Man 3. Ever they since also had then. a racist running their company. Yes, but what I'm saying in general is that they, they put too many hands in the kitchen sink at once. And after Iron Man 3, they never did it again. And you've had an uh, an average to an above to an amazing to a perfect film ever since. Let Star Wars do what they need to do. They are directors and writers and producers for a reason. Let them do it. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously certain limitations, right? Like they they can't freak just like kill 
Robert Pattinson's Batman in that movie and say he's dead. And now they can't do a sequel. Like there's some limitations, but within, without going crazy. Yeah. Just let them make their movie and don't like, don't be giving suggestions on the day to days, you know, like just watch the whole movie when it's done. I mean the dailies. Uh, we got Keith Barnes in the house. I yeah, think. So I, I do want to bring in Keith uh, for this, the later half of this conversation. Uh, Keith discussion. Barnes, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, guys? What's going on? Uh, but before we before we move on to our to our favorite football movies, I we got to hmm. talk about Black Panther with you and this whole this whole news about Ryan Coogler. Um, well, give him even even Harry Potter. Yeah, I, yeah. So why don't we? We'll start with this. Uh, we'll we'll get your thoughts from two things. We'll start with the Harry Potter series at development HBO Max, and then we'll mm-hmm. move on to the, the idea that Ryan Coogler is developing a Wakanda series and multiple series for MCU Disney Plus. But start with the Harry Potter, and then move on to uh, to uh, uh, Ryan Coogler. Uh, the Harry Potter series is. I mean, it's cool, but uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it could be anything, you know, who knows? We threw out two uh, ideas. Okay. What are they? Quidditch, a qu- following Quidditch, kind of a la Jake's pod racer idea. And mm-hmm. um, the creation of Hogwarts and the four houses. Whoa. That's, that's I, you're going back a couple exactly. thousand years with that. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That's, that's interesting. I would like to see. The, you're on the level of Brian with Harry Potter, so Jacob, you and I are just sitting back, being like, "Okay, what Keith is? What is Keith going to say?" What is Keith <laughs> <gonna> say? <laughs> well, immediately in my head, I went to. I'd like to see a, the formation of the American School, uh, Ilvermorny, because mm. that's a pretty. I don't know if you ever read about that, Brian, on Pottermore. That's an incredible yeah, story. I did. Um, it's a yeah. great story. So, yeah, it's very cool. Um, I mean, they could do I, any of I the doubt. seven schools. Any of the schools, exactly, exactly. But uh, I just think the American schools got a really interesting. What well, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, they could. It's a. I don't know about Quidditch. I mean, a whole series just about Quidditch. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be fun to just see. For at least, I like to see it. You know, more of it in the episodes. But I mean, what's a whole series of <laughs> Quidditch? Keith, you're be? wrong. You're wrong. What are you talking about? What is, what's that? Well, okay. Well, what's that? What are you gonna? What are we talking about? Because it's got to be about something. You're you're right. gonna follow a hot shot, up and coming Quidditch player who's dealing with the ramifications of joining a professional squad, man. Okay, who's the villain? Other teams. Uh, a uh, uh, okay. Here's here about this. The the okay, current that already shot, in the first two movies. The, the current hot shot of the squad is the villain who counters what the new and up and coming player has. Hmm. Do the schools know, do the schools only play like different houses at their school, or do they ever play each other? So the schools it, at Hogwarts, it's just the four houses. Right. Do the other schools in have in? in uh, no, we don't. Know. There's a professional Quidditch league. There's, yeah. Oh, there so, is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, yeah. That's what I'm it's, talking about. That's it's what I'm like about. a. It's like the World Cup, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, I want to see. I think you make it an element of a show. 
Oh, like, Samir. That's what that means. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Would... Yes. <laughs> well, Keith, my idea was focus on one of the other schools. Like, tell a similar Harry Potter story at another school. Like, whether it's the American school or one of the other schools. That's a, And that's that's what I had in when I first heard this yeah. news. You know, something like that. Or, uh, like, a, a police procedural procedural with uh, some R's, you know, and what, Harry what they Potter. CSI Harry Potter. Special agents. Special agent R's out there trying to figure out magic mysteries out there in the world. Well, I never knew the word R and now, or whatever it's called. And now I know what that is thanks to. <laughs> okay, so here, I'll give you the houses or the different uh, schools. Hogwarts is in Scotland. The Bobatons is the French ladies. Castle Bra is in Brazil. Drumstring is the Northern European ones that we saw in the movie. Ilvermorny is is the American one. Mahu Tokora School of Magic Japanese. in Japan, yeah. and uh, Ugadu School of Magic in Uganda. Yeah, in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where you're all over the place. And, and all I know is that I like the Brazilian one because it's built in like these like Aztec ruins on the very top of a hill. It's like Machu Picchu. That's cool. It's like Machu Picchu. It's like bit on top of like that type stuff. So yeah. Ooh. Just but, um, not even his character, just Robert Pattinson. Yeah, like an actual like a Robert Pattinson biopic. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Geo commented on the own show that he's on. He just couldn't say anything and comment. Um all right, Keith, let's move on from Harry Potter. What, what do you think about the whole Ryan Coogler news about him developing Wakanda, a TV series based on that, and him being involved with uh, Disney going forward for the next – Well, didn't you say – Jake, didn't you say his his company is like – Yeah, well, so – yeah, so he, uh, Ryan Coogler and his company, they signed a five-year five overall deal that everything they, create, um, yeah. everything they develop goes to Disney first, and if they don't yep. want it, it goes to someone else, but – uh, specifically the Wakanda MCU stuff. What do you think? Cool. Kind of same thing-ish. You know, it could be anything. You know, it could be some cool stuff set in Wakanda. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know if we don't need to necessarily follow, like, the royal family. But I, I would like to see some just regular just Wakanda stuff going Jacob's on. Jacob's idea was really great. Okay, we got. Oh, I said it should take place after uh, Infinity War when everybody snapped away, and then it's this government trying to figure out what to do when you lose your king. Your, I mean, even lo losing Cherry is a big deal. Like, and how she's leading all the technology stuff. Like, what do they do after that? And then you can have, uh, you can still have Mbaku on the show. Um, right. Oh, I'm thinking on her name again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But Okoye could be in the show, and you don't have to worry about like where's T'Challa, where's Shiri, things like that. But, <laughs> John, not bad. Uh, Wakanda Vision. Call it Wakanda Wakanda Vision. Vision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, there is another wow. Hogwarts or another country house. It's in Russia. So there you go. Russia. That's right. That's where. Well, it's uh, Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Something like that. Well, it's Bulgaria. Uh, Bulgaria. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a different one. There's another one. It's called Cold Coldove Storitz School of Magic. I'd see a Russian Harry Potter series. Have them be the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's happening in real life. They're the bad guys again. 
So exactly. No, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I was interested in um, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's like she seems like she's some kind of like secret agent, you know? Oh world, yeah, cool spy stuff. So I'd love to see that. Like I'd love to see some maybe the the Dormilaje agents. Maybe I know their job is to protect the king, but I mean maybe if they do missions or stuff or whatever yeah, what they do from the five years he was gone like a wakandan right. black black ops series black ops yes that's what i that's exactly yeah. it oh so that kind of stuff I, yeah i'd love to see that or just a simple just you know follow maybe a, just a young kid and or a young uh family or whatever in wakanda and just, just any just maybe like a the slice of life type of show just about what it's like to live there that anything i know he meets wakanda you know, sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, boy, it's Wakanda. Do it. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character was what mm. was passed away. I mean, we don't know the answer yeah, no, to no, that. No. I, wait, he was. He was, what, was he arrested at the end of Black Panther? Right. Yes. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, he was taken in custody. Sure. Keith, I said, um, just following the five tribes. Yeah, that's an option. Yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's an idea. Definitely, we see what's because uh, Mbaku's tribe, the Jabari, like they apparently what didn't they say they hit? They just kind of stayed isolated for yeah. centuries. You know, I would love to see uh, see a series on Mbaku. I think it'd be so brilliant, be so yeah. smart. Yeah, or like we're talking, maybe we can jump way way back to the beginning. You know, I know there's a there's a there's a comic series called. Uh, within the MCU timeline that we know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I like going back, there's a series called there's a comic series called Avengers uh, 1 million BC. And uh, I saw yeah. One of the one of them one of them is the very first Black Panther. because uh, mm -hmm. it's 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 a first Black Panther. It's like it's the it's a Isn't model. It it's the first yeah. Odin, when and Odin, Odin has just formed uh, Mjolnir, and he's trying to figure out how it first works. Source, uh, you got the first, the first Ghost Rider, um, the first uh, Phoenix Force, or the, the Phoenix Force, like the first person that ever took it. Anyway, but uh, yeah, Odin, like the friend of the first Black Panther, but he doesn't know who he is. Nobody, they don't know who he is. So I, I love the, I love to see that. You know, we saw a little I brief about them that. doing something in the past that's like not really connected directly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, you know, T'Chaka, maybe tell his story or, you know, I don't know. That'd be down for that. Jake, would you like a League of Assassins type uh, Wakandan? I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, I would love to see the Dor Milaje as like the center point. I'm wondering how far you can really go because they're so involved with the king. Um, right. Like the king is like their centerpiece, right? Uh, I, I, I will always, if, before we find out what it officially is, and we'll have to move on here after this, but um, I'm going to stick to really wanting to see more of Mbaku. I, I really do want to see more of Mbaku, but I really like Jacob's idea of the fact of seeing Wakanda when their king disappeared. Well, that would get you could do Mbaku right there. Like half half of the country, half of half of the country disappears. What happens? And I think yeah. it'd be really cool to see because it it can, it can also set up. Black Panther two, if they kind of like greenlit it really fast, um, but yeah, it, it would it would be very interesting. There's there's a there's 
the cool mm-hmm. thing is that there's a really there's a lot of possibilities for this series to go, but I, I just really trust Ryan Coogler in doing the right thing. I really do. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so Jake, you want to tell us about our next casting table coming up? Uh, yeah. So, uh, let me go ahead and pull this image up real quick. I want to make sure I got a visual for Oliver because you guys don't know exactly what we're doing. Um, so our casting table, which some of you may not know what it is. Um, we do a show on here where we pick fan favorite characters, our favorite characters, and we cast them. We, we do uh, castings of these characters. Uh, it can be comic book, it can be TV show, anybody who's going to be coming to the movie world. And the next one we are doing is a big one uh, that all five of us might have to be involved in, and that is none other than Thrawn himself. Oh, we are doing Thrawn. Um, we know for a fact that he is highly likely to show up inside the mandalorian um possibly a show after that um and as you can see right there the next episode that we're going to be having on the casting table the first official 2021 episode of the casting table will be released next week thursday the 11th um and uh we're going to be casting thrawn we're going to be giving our thoughts on uh who should play thrawn inside the star wars universe um more than likely it will be inside the mandalorian universe that they're creating um, but we're going to be picking our favorite actors, our people who we see as Thrawn. And like I said, that might be one that all five of us get on because it's such a big character. Whoever I say is right. <laughs> Ryan stood out on that one. I don't think he cares for much. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to book. I think I'm going to book my, my Thrawn cup. I think I'm going to book Jacob, Geo, and Keith for that one. And then Brian and I will probably have to sit out. That's uh, fine. I would sure. love to see what they come up with. <laughs> my pick is Daniel Day-Lewis. Spoiler. Oh, my God. No, I'm just Day-Lewis. I always <laughs> someone realistic, you know, who would actually sure. do it. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, checked it out next Thursday, guys. We we do the casting table once a month. Um, if you want it, if you want it more, uh, there just needs to be more demand for it. But, uh, yeah, so we're – we do it once a month. It's a fun show that we do, but we do. We've had a bunch of episodes in the past. We've done like Meg from Hercules and and you know Spider Woman and all these type of characters. Uh, but the next one we're doing is Thrawn, and obviously we're gonna have we're gonna be doing like Fantastic Four and and all of the characters from Black Adam and all these characters that are coming up. Uh, we will definitely we gotta do Scott Summers, Cyclops. I, yeah. I need that one. <laughs> Alrighty, so to wrap up the show today, we're going to be talking about our favorite American football films <laughs> of all time, um, not to be confused with soccer. Um, we're going to be, yeah, so in the US, we have the Super Bowl coming up, and I'm guessing that's why, Jake, you chose to have this discussion this week. Did you have any other thoughts behind it, or we're we just going to talk about our personal five? Uh, we're just going to talk about personal five, but to go quickly, because we don't have too much time, um, what I want to do is I want to reveal uh, one by one our three through five. And then our one and two, uh, but we'll go five to three and two to one, um, and we'll kind of talk about our favorite movies because for the most part, I'm expecting a little bit of similarities, um, but we'll see what happens. So, Jacob, I'll, I'll leave it up to you to kind of shoot it around the table. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of the idea I had for it. So, all righty, well, let's go ahead and start with you, Geo man. What's your uh, three or five through three? Uh, my number five is Oliver Stone's Any Given Sunday. Number four is a very underrated college football movie, The Program. And number three is Waterboy, classic Adam Sandler from uh, back in the day. Um, 
Am, am I talking about these briefly, like each one? Or yep. just... Go for it. Go for it. Uh, any given Sunday, I really love what Oliver Stone did. Um, movie that takes place in the late 90s, Al Pacino's The Coach. Uh, it's a movie that explores uh, the self-interest of everybody involved in the sport. So you have an owner mm-hmm. who's trying to live up to a certain legacy. You got a coach worried about his job. You got players worried about contracts and you know all this other stuff. And then a little bit of play on CTE, which was a big thing about football in the 2000s. Uh, number four program, kind of the same thing, except uh, for me, this is the best, best display of the physicality of football. Like people are killing each other, and um, you know it gets into how universities, you know, invest into these players, um, you know, alumni especially, and you know, uh, I forget the term that they call it, but you're not supposed to do it in in college sports. Um, it just gets into all that kind of stuff. And then the water boy, I mean, Adam Sandler, you know, back in the early days, he was, you know, he could do no wrong with nineties comedies. Uh, you've probably seen it, but if you haven't, uh, Adam Sandler pretty much plays a water boy who's tired of getting picked on. And, uh, he uses that rage and anger and Alicia's hell. He Ray Lewis is a whole bunch of people. And by that, I mean <laughs> Ray, Ray Lewis is a whole bunch of people. That's amazing. Like murder? No, no, no. Ray Lewis, Bobby Boucher's people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness um, All right, well, let's go to you, Keith, with your 5-2-3. Gio, God bless you. For, okay, I'll get to it in a second. But my number five is uh, Invincible. Mark Wahlberg plays the great Vince Papali, who's a, a bartender, went out and became a kick returner for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, a team that I usually hate. But this movie... Uh, is really really good, and it's a great great story. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's in it, uh, and right, she's Jennifer Aniston in this movie. I think she is. And uh, wait, uh, Invincible? Uh, isn't she in it? No, Who no, like Elizabeth Banks. Oh, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar. That's the one. <laughs> I got that confused. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth Banks. That's right. That's right. 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 Okay. But either way, it's about Vince Papali and the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, and it's a cool story, man. About you know this bartender who. Uh, Believed in himself, and he had some athletic ability. Um, it's a true story. Uh, you know, he made the team, and it's a Disney movie, so of course they take a few liberties here and there. But Invincible is really good. My number four, Geo, shout out to you. Good call. I didn't think anybody else had heard of this movie, but the program is also my number four. Um, great cost. Great. Uh, some of it is a bit on the nose, but also. It's real. A lot of stuff really happens. It's kind of, if you look at it, it's kind of based on the Miami Hurricanes, uh, yeah, the football program from the eight, uh, from that time in the eighties. Um, and yeah, you got Omar Epps in there playing the running back, who's got to carry the football around campus all the time. He keeps fumbling. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they did they tape it to his hands. <laughs> he taped his hands around the football. No, nah, he had to he had to carry it everywhere, and the player had to walk around. Yeah, throughout the movie, they have to knock it out of his hands, whether whether he's yeah. in class or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Um, but yeah, and there's some stuff you, you mentioned CTE, and there's some stuff you know brutal stuff that happens and just, boosters. That's that, that was the term I was looking for. Yeah, 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 boosters. Yes, uh, and yeah, it just talks about this the reality of <laughs> the college football program, and there's some schools where the program is like that's everything at some schools, obviously. Alabama, the whole SEC, really, uh-huh. um, in places like Michigan or wherever. And also, uh, my number three is another one of yours, Any Given Sunday. 
Um, you, you talked about it. I mean, Al Pacino, of course. This is the only Oliver Stone movie I actually like, to be honest. But uh, uh, Jamie Foxx playing the flashy quarterback who's re- replacing the aging, really, uh, really, uh, uh, <laughs> the aging guy played by uh, Quaid, uh, Dennis Quaid, right? Dennis yeah. Quaid, the aging quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is the owner who wants to, who wants to move the team. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a really good really good story. I really like that one. So yeah, that's my five two three. All righty, that's a good list. So when I started looking this up, I'll go ahead and go this time. I realize I have not seen that many. I'm ashamed, and therefore <laughs> my bottom of my list is not so great. Like, but it's just movies that I'm I've enjoyed, you know, growing up and things like that. So my number five is The Replacements, starring Keanu Reeves. I know it's not the best oh. movie in the world. But I enjoy that movie, and I just, you know, it's classic story of these underdogs uh, being tasked with this. So I, I don't know. I just enjoy it. I, you know, another classic uh, Keanu Uh, performance there. So that's a good movie. Yeah, good call. Number four, another not a great movie, but it's the Adam Sandler, The Longest Yard. I just think that movie's funny. I enjoy it. you know, the cameos are great. Even Burt Reynolds ha- has a role in that movie. Uh, you have, like, Goldberg in there. So it's a... <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Jacob, do you know why Burt Reynolds has a cameo in that movie? Uh, I it's been a while since I've seen that. I, mean, I know the answer, and I haven't even seen the movie. So, yeah, so yeah. he played no. Adam Sanders' role in the original. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. I thought there was, like, something in the plot. That, <laughs> no, no, but yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, so that's my number uh, four. And then my number three, now look, there's certain movies that I'm like, is this really a football movie? And there's a movie that I left off my list because I don't consider a football movie. But this one is arguable, and I do because it involves agents and players that are actually in the league. And this is Jerry Maguire. Yeah. So when it actually has characters that were, like, involved with the league and things like that, I know they don't really play football in this movie. Yeah, they Uh, do. I mean, it's not, like, a main plot, though. Like, the... I don't Cuba know. Gooding Jr. as Rod Tidwell. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but no, the, I mean, it's not like the replacements where it's like the drama comes down to the game, you know, the games and things like that. It's it's a little bit different. But I, Jerry Maguire, I watched it like way after it came out. And I, I really love this movie. And I, Renee Zellweger, I'm up and down on her and uh, like on certain performances of hers. But I mean, she's obviously a great actress, but I really like her in this movie. Um, so yeah, so replacements, the longest yard, and Jerry Maguire. Let's go to you, Brian. All right. So uh, I shockingly have seen like I think I was up to like nine, which <laughs> like I was, wow. first first second I was sitting there like, have I seen like more than two? And then I was like counting them, and I was like, why am I up at? so many? Brian, I, I hope know. you have Air Bud Golden Receiver on your list. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh at number five i have uh we are marshall um, that movie nice. makes me cry oh, yes. so hard yeah. well and i'll also, just do this it, it didn't make my list i am so heartbroken that it didn't make my list <laughs> i think yeah. that one no, holds a little bit good. yeah i think that one holds a little bit more of a special place too for me because uh when i was in fraternity the other school that I became really close with was a bunch of guys at Marshall. So it was kind of like they were telling, I know the whole story and all that. And it's kind of, I love hearing about it. And it's a 
horrible tragedy, but a fantastic movie. Um, number four, I have Friday Night Lights. Um, that movie was senior year for me. So I, I think, I don't know. I read the book senior year and, oh, you know what? No, I read the book senior year and the TV show was coming out the senior, my senior year. So like, yeah, uh, Friday Night Lights, number four. Uh, and number three, I have uh, Waterboy. Just, I mean, come on. Classic. Um, wait, so I always wonder, really are the movie and the show connected at all? No. Friday Night Lights? Other than the no. same name of the school. The, the, show is, the show is based off of the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Well, the show... All, right, Jake, all you guys, you? super fast. Uh, what's up, Keith? You guys, I'm looking, I just scrolled through the chat, the comments. Uh, get out of here with this Rudy stuff. Get it out of here. No. I don't. Well, Jake, let's hear your list. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> go ahead. I feel um, like Rudy's coming right. up. <laughs> My number five is a movie. And I'll be honest, this is one of the hardest rankings I've ever done on this show. Um, I love football movies. Uh, you know, baseball is my sport, but I think football <laughs> movies are done very, very well because they're done the most out of any sport. Um, so it was very hard for me. And a lot of movies I watched growing up that, and there's a lot of them that I left off my, off my list and I'm very just disappointed in. Anyway, um, number five, coming in at number five is The Replacements. Uh, this movie is just, to me, it's perfect. Like, I just, I love this movie so much. I grew up on this movie with my, my dad. Uh, we watched this constantly. Uh, a lot of these movies, honestly, we watched constantly. Uh, I watched constantly with my dad. Um, but yeah, Keanu in this movie, Gene Hackman, the whole nine yards, just everything about it is amazing. Um, number four, I have uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, again, another incredible football film. Um, it spanned a great TV series. Um, you know, you have Garrett Hedlund in there. You have uh, Tim McGraw in there. You got, uh, you know, uh, Lucas Black in there as a quarterback. Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, everything about it is great. Hey, who's the quarterback? Uh, huh? I said, who's the quarterback? Lucas Black. Yeah, Lucas Black. Um, but no, I, I do think that it's one of the best portrayals of what football is. Um, it does a really great job of portraying football on screen. Uh, and kind of seeing the in and outs of the locker room and what it what high school kids really go through, and specifically what what Texas high school kids go through with football because it's so big there. Um, so that that's definitely a movie that I'll always go back to. And the number three for me uh, is the incredible, the perfect. I don't care what you say, Waterboy. Adam Sandler kills it. Uh, uh, just everything about this movie is is amazing. Um, you know, from, from Gatorade, water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> everything about this movie is amazing. Um, yeah. I could watch it on repeat constantly. Uh, and it's, it's definitely one of my favorite comedies, but, but also the interesting aspect in football they give it is really fun. So, uh, yeah, those are my five through three. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Gio, real quick, man, you're two and number one. All right. My number two is the replacements. And my number one, for me, is no contest. Remember the Titans. So nice. as far as the replacements go, I'll just read you this quote right here in my notes. The truth is you guys have been given something that every athlete dreams of, a second chance, and you're afraid of blowing it. We all are. But now our fear is shared, and we could overcome it together. 
And that's pretty much what the movie is. Yeah, these guys who were once great, they are very talented, all of a sudden given a second chance. And uh, there's a lot of comedy in there, but there's also a lot of heart in there too. Um, Gene Hackman as a coach, in- incredible. Um, and number one, remember the Titans, such an important movie, important messages, important themes in there. Denzel Washington as a coach, Herman Boone, he is great. Uh, Will Patton as the uh, the coordinator. And then you have all these recognizable faces uh, as the football players for uh, – I believe it's T.C. Williams uh, School. Yep. And uh, hell, you have Opie in there from Sons of Anarchy. You got Ryan Gosling, who is an absolute liability on defense. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other recognizable faces. Um, important messages in there for that time, you know, overcoming your differences, overcoming, you know, you know, race and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they definitely come together, but once they uh, – once they go out into the real world, they start, you know, struggling with that a little bit. And so, yeah, remember the Titans on Disney Plus. Absolutely recommend it. Great top two, man. I'm shocked. I thought I was going to be the only one with the replacements on my list. So I'm so glad. Absolutely to hear you guys. not. I'm so glad <laughs> to hear you guys have it. Um, Keith, man, what is your number two? Number one. I'm mad. I forgot about the replacements. I don't know how. I didn't even think about it. I completely forgot. There's always one movie. We're all missing some. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do want to shout out Varsity Blues. It was a tough omission that I just just barely left it off. I, I, had, I've, I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I don't have that in, in there. But it's a good movie, really good movie. I do like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, Jake, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want your laugh. <laughs> That's That part kind of <laughs> – no, it's a good movie. But uh, my number two, Jacob Good Call is absolutely a football movie. It's Jerry Maguire. Um, this is one of my favorite movies one of my favorite movies ever. It's one of the most quotable movies. Probably the most quotable football movie, other than The Waterboy. Um, um, uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say? You know, uh, you got one of the great film <laughs> iconic moments of all time with Show Me the Money, and then you got, uh, you know, You Complete Me, you know, that whole speech at the end, which is great. And, uh, I mean, just start to finish, man, Jerry Maguire. It's a wonderful movie. Great camera pro. Camera pro. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's, it's what can you say? I mean, I like it because it's a non-action Tom Cruise movie. Like, I he's just a great yeah. actor. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think up to that point, that's, yeah, we hadn't really seen him really do anything like this. I know he was in uh, a few good men. He played a in the firm, the firm. I think he played a lawyer a couple times, but this this was a different kind of role for him. Um, and I'm pretty sure he was nominated for, for an Oscar for this one. Um, you know, so. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's my number two. My number one, Geo, spot on. It's not even close. Remember the Titan. Uh, you know, okay, man. Talking about Denzel here. And yeah, this this movie's just I, I remember this. Uh, I like I think when we talked about it when we did our draft of sports uh, 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 our sports team draft. Uh, I played against this school in Virginia because TC Williams in Virginia, up in northern Virginia, near DC. Um played in a basketball tournament with this school. We didn't play them, but yeah, but I'm very familiar with the story. It's a big thing back in Virginia. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. There's a little bit of it where it turns into Brian's song, which is also another one that could have, could have been on any of our lists. I don't know if I've seen it, but <laughs> it does kind of turn into Brian's song a little bit, but that's not a bad thing. It's it's a great movie. I mean, yeah. you know, Gio, like you said, there's so many young people that we know that were, you know, early in their careers that are in this movie. And so, um, 
Yeah, that's my number one. Hard to beat. Awesome. Well, my number two is Remember the Titans. This movie, like, I know there's <laughs> other movies that came before this that are considered, like, classic football films. But this is the football movie for, I think, for my generation growing up. <laughs> What's going on? How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. I'm spoiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good, you good I'm question. I'm not even done talking. You shouldn't be talking at this point. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, I think, like, a lot of other people you know, some other like film people would probably not even have it as their number one. They would have movies that came out prior to it. it well, the Rock. That's, that's a good point. That I haven't seen. I've heard <laughs> references to other classic football films that I haven't seen. But yeah. to me, look, you'll see what my number one is and it's just, there's a reason. Um, and I'll be drafting. I would hope so. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I, I love this movie. It's, uh, it is the football movie for me, at least for me growing up like that's that's it is remember the titans and obviously denzel is awesome just watch him in a new movie but definitely not as great as this um and then my number one is Waterboy. my number one is adam sandler's Waterboy. look i it's just uh, Waterboy is not a better movie than remember the titans no way but this is just my favorite list and hmm. to me like the whole my favorite adam sandler films are you know, Waterboy, um, Billy Madison, and um, what's it called? Uncut uh, Gems. Yes, yes. How do you know, Gio? Um, Happy Gilmore, duh. So, like, those three movies, like, I watched them so many times growing up. So, I just, you know, Waterboy has a special place in my heart. So, I mean, it's just a comedy, a crazy comedy, and a great drama. So, I, I love them both the same, but... I just happened to put Waterboy at number one. Was Vicky Valancourt your your like early crush? Like, <laughs> yes, one of them. One of them. Uh, all right, Brian, shock us. What is your number two and your number one? Well, I already announced my number one because it's the right choice. But um, my number two is Varsity Blues. This was like one of the. Oh, Jake smiling. That means it's a good thing. I did. I did good. Uh, um, hey, this movie's hilarious. I. I haven't seen it for a very long time and it's still one of those movies you can go back to and immediately like remember everything. And it's just, I, I love that movie. It's so funny. One of the, your classic nineties teenage angsty movies yeah. with drama yeah. and like varsity blues, summer's catch, like all those movies you can just watch anytime. Um, yeah. And then remember the Titans. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't need to waste time on that. We know that that's number one, except for this guy. <laughs> Did you know it's an opinion, Brian? It's, it's an opinion. I will give you because I do always lean towards the sentimental side. So I will give you that. I'll give you that opinion. Oh yeah. Well. You know, I asked you guys earlier if Silver Linings Playbook was a football movie. I don't consider it a football movie because they're just fans of football and they just talk about it. Like, and it's not even a main plot in the film. So, but if that was on this list, it would have been like number two or three. Yeah, it is uh, a main plot in the film. Gambling. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Jim. Yeah. Anyways, um, all right, Jake, you're number two and one. 
number two is um, a movie that I watched way too young, but it is <laughs> one of the best sports movies of all times, and that is Varsity Blues. Um, Varsity Blues holds a very special place in my heart. I mean, guys, let's be honest. There's a pig named Bacon in the movie. Like, there's a pig named Bacon in the movie, and there's a character named Billy Bob in the movie. Plus, the oh, yeah. star is Paul Walker. You know, plus the star is John Voight, uh, James Vanderbeek, and the list goes on and on. Everything about it is incredible. I want to read a quick quote from it because this, if this doesn't get pumped you up, uh, if this doesn't pump you up, I don't know what will. Now, if we go out there and we half-ass it because we're scared and we're left with no excuse, we're always going to wonder. We're always going to wonder. Like, come on. Like, how can you not be excited about that? Moxon? Moxon is the greatest dude of all time. Moxon! He's just the dude. He is... Everything about this movie is incredible. <laughs> Varsity Blues should be on this list no matter what. And then, yes, number one, I agree with all the right people on this panel. Remember the Titans is number one. It is the best football <laughs> film of all time. Left side, strong side, left side, strong side. I will never forget that moment. Um in that film where they come together. Uh, it just, everything about the movie, you, you guys mentioned already, but uh, the themes that it has, um, you know, the story, uh, you know, how real it was because it was based off of a true story. Uh, it's very important, um, you know, and I think that it also portrays football very well as well. Um, and in a time where it was very questionable in our history uh, and, and something like football kind of brought our country together and, the, the film does a great job of portraying that. Um, also, an extremely young Hayden Panettiere is in that movie, which, still mm. me, uh, <laughs> which is still crazy. But yes, uh, Varsity Blues, absolutely number two. And it would be number one if there wasn't such thing as Remember the Titans. Varsity Blues, I, I just looked up all the funny quotes. Tweeter! I forgot Tweeter! Tweeter! I love, here are two of the best ones, in my opinion. It's a strip club, man. I'm here to work. <laughs> and the other one is, you got to be the dumbest smart kid that I know. <laughs> um, Jacob, before we get out of here, I actually do have a consensus list. Oh, um, awesome. I do have a consensus list for us, and we'll get out of here after this. So officially coming in at number five of our football movie ranking um, is the Keanu Reeves-led replacements. Um and that was solely thanks to Gio having it at number two. Um, myself and Jacob had it on the list as well, but Gio had it the highest, which pushed it up there. Uh, number four, uh, solely thanks to Mr. Keith and Jacob, is Jerry Maguire. Um, that comes in at number four with seven points. Uh, number three, absolute shame, just shame. Uh, Varsity Blues comes in, uh, and that is because Brian and I had it at number two each. The fact that it's not on all five lists is just wrong. I've never seen it. So. Just wrong. Add it to the uh, list. Jake. Number two oh. uh, is is the Water Boy uh, coming in at fourteen points. Um, an easy easy uh, second place for that one. And then the only movie to come in uh, where all of us had it ranked, at, and four of us had it at number one is Remember the Titans with twenty four points. Almost a perfect round, but Jacob Bartley decided to ruin that factor. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so crazy if my ranking somehow pushed it out of number one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's impossible with four number ones. I'm well, adding I know, 
now. You know, not I don't know if all of our viewers are football fans, but hopefully you guys enjoyed that conversation. And that's hey. gonna wrap up for this episode. Hey. Go ahead. Now. Quick trivia. Quick trivia right here. No mm. Fake uh, twenty fake twenty-three blasts with a backside George reverse. Mm. Good Got job. You. Trap Jake. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Good job. Well done. Um, never- an hour ago, breaking news. Snyder cut is rated R. No, it's Do it's rated R, but officially. officially. It's uh, you know what? Let, let's end. Let's end on fake twenty-three blasts with the backside George reverse. Yeah, okay. that, that was more Wait, exciting. Hold on. To be honest. I know we gotta go. We gotta go. But do we want to make? Have we made predictions yet? We have the Super Bowl on Sunday. What are, what are predictions? Oh, please, please, God, Buccaneers! I do not want the Chiefs to win as a Raiders fan. Please I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. No, Fine. No Bucks. No Bucks. Mm, all right, I want the Bucks to win. Cause and that just for Tom Brady to shove it down everybody's throat like that he's the goat and then also but I think Chiefs are gonna win. No, God, why do we keep him? What are you guys talking? <laughs> about? First, remember the Titans. Now he's doing this. It's a prediction. I'm not saying I want them to win. I, they beat my Niners in the Super Bowl last year. I want them to Actually, lose. Actually, with your Chiefs luck, win. with your luck, good. The Chiefs are. Gonna win. Let them. Yeah, Jacob yeah. has terrible luck. So vote the Chiefs all day, bro. Yeah, good, good, good pick. That's that's my plan. <laughs> okay. What about Take you? Us out. Oh, Keith didn't even say. Uh, his- <laughs> <laughs> I think Tampa's defense is slightly better. I think defense is going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. Sorry, Raider fans, because I'm usually a supporter, but I think the Chiefs are going to win. Let's remove him from the chat as well. (laughs) I just hope we get a Mortal Kombat trailer during the Super Bowl. That's all I want. That's all I want. (laughs) All right. Well, that will do it for this. Actually, on that point, Jacob, we'll probably be live for a lot of trailer reactions on Sunday. Stay tuned. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because our movie's coming out in theaters. Who knows? But... We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Maybe the trailers are cheaper this year. I mean, the, the airtime. I'm literally filling in our uh, movie watch long. It's just no, 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 no. Yeah. Easy. All right. This. Well, Gio Ramos, where can they find you online, man? Oh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Grey Goose Jedi. Yes, Grey Goose, like the alcohol. Uh, also on the Fandom United podcast on YouTube. Uh, check it out. Just had Keith on as a guest, trying to get the other three. They have busy schedules. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Brian Avalasino, where can they find you online? Uh, B of Avalasino on Twitter and Instagram, and on a certain point of view. Mr. Keith Barnes. Right there. At Keith Barnes 79. How uh, smart. Twitter. Just write it on there. They don't even have to. Wow, that's perfect. Um, and Jake, where can I find you online, man? Qui-Gon Jake, two ends, because someone else took it before I did. Uh, the Whiskey Jedi podcast, if you're interested in Star Wars and whiskey, I do a little sideshow with myself and uh, some guests sometimes. And then uh, a certain point of view, if you're interested in movie trivia, if you didn't know, there's an official movie trivia league that's out there. 
and I wrote an after show for it. So check that out. Uh, and then obviously you wrote an after show for it. I run, runs. I run. <laughs> Um, and obviously here weekly, uh, Apocalypse Now, Marvel Rewind, Fandalorian Club, Casting Table, uh, doing great things over here. And and thank you to everyone who watches on a constant basis, who subscribes, yes. all that good stuff. We love doing this, and we would only do it for you guys. So keep 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 uh keep watching, guys. So we got we got some cool things coming. Yes, we truly appreciate it. You can find me Jacob Barley on Twitter at jacobbarley eight two four. And you can also find my Power Rangers podcast on Off the Grid, a Power Rangers podcast on YouTube. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Don't forget to find Apocalypse Movies on any social media platform at Apocalypse Movies. We really appreciate it. We'll see you all next week. Kofi should have been drafted.